The tour content from now through Lagwa Omer has been generously sponsored by Malki M. Thank you, Malki. June is less than a month away, which means that I'll soon be transitioning into summer writing mode with more Substack articles and fewer recorded shiurim. The bulk of these articles will remain free. However, if you would like to support my Torah and gain access to additional spicy written content, consider becoming a paid subscriber by going to rabbishneweis.substack.com and signing up today. Today's Torah content is sponsored by Abigail Zucker in honor of the 90th birthday of her grandfather, Yedidia Halimi, whose dedication to Torah and mitzvahs continues to be an inspiration. May Hashem grant him many more years of health and happiness. Hello, I'm Rabbi Matt Schneeweiss, and this is the audio version of the one-page article I wrote and published on my blog, Kol Hasridim, on August 3rd, 2021. And the article is entitled, The Madness of Lishma. From time to time, I am asked whether I have any interest in pursuing a PhD, an EdD, or any other professional achievements beyond simply teaching. The earliest conversation of this nature I can remember took place years ago, while I was still learning in yeshiva and hadn't even started grad school yet. I was speaking with a highly successful professional who also happened to have the credentials of a professional philosopher. He asked me what I was up to, and I said, I'm learning in yeshiva and earning my bachelor's degree in psychology. He asked, to what end? I said, the only reason I'm getting a bachelor's degree is so that I can apply to grad school. He asked, to what end? I said, I'm only getting a master's degree in Jewish education because I've been told it's necessary to get a good job as a high school teacher. I just want to teach high school. He asked, to what end? I repeated my answer. I just want to teach high school. Nothing more? Nothing more. He then shot me a look of horrified disbelief, which he followed with a rather audacious question. I don't remember his exact words, but his sentiment was something like, and you're just going to let all that intelligence go to waste? Clearly, this man and I differed in our views about learning and teaching. This weekend, I read a poem by Rumi entitled The Sheik Who Played With Children, which reminded me of that conversation. The poem opens with a young seeker looking for wisdom. I need to find a wise person. I have a problem. A bystander says, there's no one with intelligence in our town except that man over there playing with the children, the one riding the stick horse. He has a keen, fiery insight and a vast dignity and vast dignity like the night sky, but he conceals it in the madness of children's of child's play. Uh, parenthetically, I was amused by the parallels to Rav Chaim Soloveitchik, a real-life genius who was also known for playing horsey with local school children. The young man approaches the sheik and presses him for relationship advice, which he reluctantly gives. As the sheik is about to gallop away, the seeker asks him about the life he has chosen. What is this playing that you do? Why do you hide your intelligence so? The sheik responds. So now this is the quotation from the Rumi poem, uh, and it begins uh, as follows. The sheik responds, the people here want to put me in charge. They want me to be judge, magistrate, and interpreter of all the texts. The knowing I have doesn't want that. It wants to enjoy itself. I am a plantation of sugarcane, and at the same time, I'm eating the sweetness. Okay, now this is end quote from the sheik, but we're still in the poem. Knowledge that is acquired is not like this. Those who have it worry if audiences like it or not. It's a bait for popularity. Disputational knowing wants customers. It has no soul. Robust and energetic before a responsive crowd, it slumps when no one is there. The only real customer is God. Chew quietly your sweet sugarcane God love and stay playfully childish. Your face will turn rosy with illumination like the red bud flowers. End quote from the Rumi poem. In his introduction to Perak Chelek, the Rambam says about learning Lishma, literally learning for its own sake, Ein tachlis ha-emes ela emes. 
The only purpose of truth is to know that it is true. Rama mentions that most people will not be able to grasp the concept of lishma. To them, learning is only a means to other ends. They cannot grasp what it means to seek knowledge for its own sake. They view the pursuit of anything as an end in and of itself as foolish. They will never stop asking to what end. Perhaps this is why Rumi depicted the true sage in this manner. In the eyes of the world, those who learn lishma appear as mad as a sheik playing horsey. If you've gained from what you've learned here today, please consider contributing to my Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Rabbi Schneeweiss. Alternatively, if you would like to make a direct contribution to the Rabbi Schneeweiss Torah Content Fund, my Venmo is at matt-schneeweiss, and my Zelle slash Chase QuickPay and PayPal are mattschneeweiss at gmail.com. Even a small contribution goes a long way to covering the cost of my podcast and will provide me with financial freedom to produce even more Torah content for you. If you would like to sponsor an article, share, or podcast episode, or if you are interested in enlisting my services as a teacher or tutor, you can reach me at rabbishnewas at gmail.com. Thank you to my listeners for listening. Thank you to my readers for reading. And thank you to my supporters for supporting my efforts to make Torah ideas available and accessible to everyone.